Welcome back to the Cedar Podcast. It has been a while, hasn't it? It's been like, what, two to three weeks at this point? I just want to say sorry to all of those who were anticipating a video every week. I did say I was going to release a video every Wednesday. It's just that I got caught up doing a lot of things in the last two weeks. I started some new projects. I'm, I've just been busy. I'm going to share more details with these, about you know, these projects uh, later in the future. But for now... It has been a while. We have so much to catch up on. This is the third episode. We're going to talk about self-acceptance. Now, in a way, this relates back to the previous episode where we talked about personal development. Self-acceptance can be thought of as an aspect of personal development. We're going to talk about things like confidence. And we're going to... You know what? Let's just start. Because the more I talk, I just want to start talking right now to you guys. Okay, here we go. Confidence. There are many types of confidence, okay? There is general confidence, skill and talent confidence. There's also professional confidence. Let's break them down. So general confidence is, let's say you wake up and the first thing you think of is, wow, today's a good day. Today I'm going to get a lot of stuff done. So you are confident that the day is going to go well. Now some people when they wake up, they just think to themselves, oh my God, this is, a, this is a horrible day already. You know, like you just woke up. How do you know that it's a horrible day? You know, just learn to, you should, you know, people should learn to be, to have 100% positivity when they wake up. And then as the day goes, it goes by, it will naturally either, you know, it will slowly go down because there is no reason why you should feel, you know, negative when you wake up so that's why so that's one example of general confidence another example is let's say you're walking down the street you're walking down the street and you're talking with your friends and then one of your friends tells you oh my god you are you are fat you know they, they just say it you are fat you are a fat person you need to lose weight and then what you can say I mean, something you you might say, well, you're fat too, you know, as a as a natural instinct, as an instinctive response. You might say, you're fat too, you know, because they're your friends. You know, he's probably joking, he or she's probably joking. But then again, you start thinking about it. You know, late, maybe later when you go back home, you start thinking more about it. Am I really fat? You know, this happened, you know, this happened to me before. It's like my friend jokingly said that I'm, I'm fat. And then I went back to my house. I started thinking more about it. I'm like, wait, am I really fat? I looked at myself in the mirror. I'm not fat, you know. This is another aspect of general confidence. Are you confident in your appearance? Okay, this is something that, uh, you know, a lot of people, they think, like, a lot of people think about their appearance. Don't think too much about your appearance because your appearance, you, you don't have to put so much thought into it. Okay, just wake up, you know, go take a shower, dress up in, your, you know, in some nice clothes, in some clothes you like, and just go out. If someone says you're fat... And by the way, this is another thing. Um, people might look fat in certain clothes, but you know when they take off the clothes, they're they're not fat. And again, this is a very subjective thing. What is fat? You know, who 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 can be defined as fat? It's just it's just very subjective. So look, we're going too much into. I digress right now. Let's just go back to talking about general confidence. So, general, you know, in summary, general confidence is when you are it's it doesn't have any any niche you know you're just confident naturally you're just naturally a confident person stay confident i'll talk more about this as we go along 
The next one is skill and talent confidence. Be confident in your capabilities. Be confident in your abilities and your skills. Let's say right now you are a high school student. You're in the 12th grade. You're about to graduate and start university. You think to yourself, oh my God, I don't have any skills. What am I going to do with my life? Okay, number one, everyone, I believe personally that everyone has something they are amazing at. It might not be a unique thing, but it is still something that they are good at. Now, remember, let's say that you're living in, I don't know, Brazil. Let's say you're living in Brazil and you are a very good mm, mechanic. You're a very good mechanic living in Brazil. Okay. In your neighborhood, you are the only one. You are the only mechanic in your neighborhood. So that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's something that you are amazing at. No one in your neighborhood does a better job at being a mechanic than you. So there are many examples. Okay. So don't tell yourself that you are not good at anything. You should be com- confident in your skills and talent. And by the way, if you are under the age of 25 or 20, you still have a long time to discover where your true skills and talents lie. Like right now, I'm 26, I'm about to turn 27, and I don't feel like I've discovered my, how can I say this, my ultimate potential in a way. There are many, there are probably some hidden talents that I have that I don't even know about. It's just a matter of time, it's just a matter of when I discover them. So that skill and talent confidence, just stay confident, with, be confident with what you know. And if you'd like to get better at something, to be more confident at it, then go ahead, there are plenty of resources out there. The third type of confidence we're going to talk about is professional confidence. Now, what does this mean? Well, let's say you go to work and you have a project due on that day. You go to your boss and you give him the project. You tell him, this is what I came up with. Uh, me and my team, you know, we, we had to do this, blah, blah, blah. Here you go. So you give your boss your project. And then the first thing he tells you is you're late. You were late with the deadline. The deadline was at 11 a.m. And now it's 11.03 a.m. Okay. Now, the thing you should do is, well, I mean, three minutes late. I mean, let's just put that aside. I'm confident that you are going to like this project no matter how late it is. Now, this might be a very vague example. How about this? Let's say that you gave your project to your boss. And then after two hours, your boss comes to your desk and he says, this project is very bad. I don't like this project. You did a very, very poor job at demonstrating what this company stands for, blah, blah, blah. Now, you should tell your boss, well, can you, uh, let's, just, let's just talk more about this. What, what didn't you like about this project? Because me and my team were very confident in it. You know, we did the research. We conducted surveys. We went out and talked to these clients and etc. So you need to remember that your superiors at your company, they're not always right. You know, they should listen. They should take the time to listen to their employees because, and also you can get your team back. You can get your team together and as a group, you know, you can unite because you, you had the responsibility of doing this project. You didn't just sit down and, and, you know, come up with the whole thing, come up with the whole presentation 
in 20 minutes. No, you sat down, you did the work, you did the research. It shows your commitment. It shows your confidence. Another thing is that sometimes your boss might want to take out his or her anger on the employees. And then you can go and console him. You can go and wait, console. You can go and consult them. You can say, well, I'm fairly confident in this company. This company is going to do a great job. We should just maintain a can-do attitude. So this brings me to my next point. You should strive to always maintain a can-do attitude. So if you look at the three aspects of confidence we talked about, general, skill and talent, and professional, you should always maintain a positive attitude. Because if you wake up, let's say you wake up and you're negative, it's going to spread. You know, it's going to spread like a plague to your peers, your colleagues, your friends, family, whatever. Because people, you know, people don't like to, you know, be around someone who's mostly negative. People like positive people. Now, don't fake it. Don't go out there and fake your happiness or your positivity. But try to at least show some positivity in something. Don't complain a lot. Don't complain at everything you see or at everything that happens to you. Just learn to accept it. And furthermore, you should not listen to those people who put you down. Because those people, they don't have any confidence in themselves. So they just like to, you know, they like to bully others. They like to put you down for no reason. They like to belittle you. They like to annoy you. Learn to drown out the sound of those who put you down. Because, again, this psychologically affects your well-being in the future. If you keep listening, like for example, that, for example, that example, wow. Uh, remember that example I told you about your friend calling you fat? Now, it was probably a joke. Don't take things too personally. It was probably a joke. But let's say that wasn't your friend. That was a total, complete stranger. They came up to you and said, you are very fat. Go lose some weight right now and don't come out in public ever again. You know, that person... I don't know what happened to them. Maybe something happened in their childhood that made them like that. But we should always we should always just, you know, continuously strive to become be more positive in life because life is not fair. We all know this. Okay? You should also surround yourself with people who are just as good as you or better than you. Now what does that mean? Well, let's say that you you like to play video games, okay? You like to play video games. You love first-person shooters, you know, Call of Duty, Counter-Strike, etc. Now, would you go... Now, let's say that you walk into a, a gaming lounge or a gaming cafe. You see two groups of people sitting in front of you. One group, they're playing on their computers, first-person shooter games. The other group is playing, mm, let's say, sports games, FIFA, and so on. Football games, basketball games, all that stuff. So, which group... You only have one choice. Which group would you go and sit with? You would go and sit with the first-person shooter group. You would go and sit with people who are just as good as you in first-person shooters. Now, we're not taking into consideration their gaming level, their gaming ability. It's just that you should surround yourself with people who have common interests... They are, they are as good as you at something. And if you surround yourself with people who are better than you at something, well, then you will learn from them. You will learn 
to be as good as them. Now, this might be very confusing. I might just be repeating myself right now. But the gist of it all is don't surround yourself with people. Don't, don't put yourself in social circles that are full of people who keep putting you down, who keep making you feel uncomfortable. Okay? Now, this also goes for the people who are just as good as you or better than you. Because usually people, I think it's human nature, if you're better at something than someone, a little bit of uh, ego comes out. It's natural. It's completely natural. It's human nature, again. Now, I might be wrong. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a philosopher, all that stuff. But that's just what I feel. If you, uh, let's say that you are a tournament champion in something, whatever, in something, then you might feel 1% that you are better than everyone in what you just won the tournament at. Like, let's say you are, let's say you won a, a chess tournament and you are the number one chess master, grandmaster, then you might, it's natural for you to have just an inkling, a 1% thing deep down inside of you that says, I'm better than everyone. And now maybe you are, maybe you are, maybe you are, you know, you have dedicated, you know, you showed that you can be the grandmaster at chess. But anyways, this episode is talking about self-acceptance. I want you all right now to just think about yourself. Think about your skills. Think about your talents. Think about uh, the past five, uh, the the last five days where you um, just thought about, uh, just reflected on yourself. Okay, can you be better? Can you raise your level of self acceptance? It is very important because in an age where social media, you know, takes you know, it's taking over the world right now. Everyone wants to be accepted. Everyone wants attention. Everyone wants to be uh, loved. Everyone wants to be accepted for who they are. But you should look deep down and accept yourself first before you even think about making other people accept you. You should learn to live with yourself. Body positivity. You know, that's something big right now. Be positive about your appearance. If you would like to change your appearance just to please other people, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but usually that's not the thing that you should do. You shouldn't do something just to please other people. You should do something because it it pleases you. So let's say you want to go to the gym, start working out. Now, there are people who do it just to please other people, who, you know, to to be, uh, uh, to, what am I trying to say? To make others look at them and say, oh, wow, look at that person's body. That's amazing. But... Are you really, do you really want to do that? Just think about it. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Okay, you're in charge of your body, etc. But that's just one example. Anyways, I think that is going to be the end of this episode. Um, excuse the sloppiness, if there was any sloppiness, because I haven't recorded an episode in so long. But again, this is a learning curve. I'm still learning. And honestly, a day without lear- without me learning something, I feel like the day is wasted. <laughs> I feel like the day is wasted if I don't learn at least something in that day. But I digress. Anyways, this has been the Cedar Podcast. Again, I'm sorry for not releasing an episode in the last couple of weeks. I'll make it up to you, I promise. But until next time... Um. I can't, I'm trying to think of a way to end this episode, but it's not clicking. 
Anyways, I'll just see you in the next episode, okay? Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.